live with the podcast. That's right. Uh, heels. Faces. Uh, shoot daddies. Shoot mamas. Shoot aunties. Shoot uncles. Uh, we're back. You know, it's another episode of the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. This is the only podcast you can find online. Uh, the only wrestling podcast right, that you can find online. There's a lot of other podcasts out there. We all know that. But there's only one wrestling podcast out there, and that's this one, The Shoe Brothers. Uh, it's the only podcast you can find out there, hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne, and my co-host, Mike The Shoot Shepherd. Bam! Uh, you know, the road, the we're, so we're walking down this road. It's the lonely road. It's the only road that I have ever known, but it's the road to WrestleMania. And uh, we have a great show coming up, of course. Monday Night Raw keeps rolling. Uh, of course, we have the Wednesday Night Wars, the fallout from Revolution. Mike, I don't know if you heard, Uncle Dave gave it six stars. Yeah, I had a feeling it was going to be pretty high up there. I mean, um, a Mike five, a Dave six. It's all yeah. the same. It's, it's pretty, all the. Yeah. It's pretty similar. <laughs> it's pretty similar. <laughs> uh, which was really good. And everything else, I think I saw everything else was kind of like three point three and a three quarter. Yeah, three stars. and a half, three quarters. Uh, yeah, he wasn't. I think the women's match was a bit lower. Yeah, he. he I, I. I remember seeing it. I think I was kind of surprised with a couple of the matches. I thought the. Uh, I thought Darby Allen was better. I thought the yeah. I, I thought the main event and the Pac Cassidy could have got maybe he could have bumped up to four. But, what, bumped, but give whatever, him a four, give him a four. Whatever, it's whatever. uh, it's AEW's highest rated match ever. So that's for what I think for, maybe the highest rated tag match ever. Ooh, I would like to look back onto that information. Yeah. But for, reg, least, regardless, it's 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 a big it's big for AEW. Yeah, we knew. Yeah, we knew it was a great match too. I gave it the five star. The hard cap five star. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, you put your foot down. Yeah, but uh, you know, Dave, he can do whatever he wants. He's the he's the Don. He's the Godfather. Um, also, uh, we should probably cover, though, Mike. Although the uh, the shooties, of course, everybody loves the shooties. It is the uh, the most prestigious wrestling category trivia or no? Wow, wow, whoops! Uh. Award show <laughs> out there. Uh, but there is one that falls slightly below us. That is the Wrestling Observer newsletter, yes. and so. the 2019 results are actually out. The shooties are the Oscars. This is the Golden Globe. Yeah, maybe that's what it. Yeah, yeah. There, I like that. I like that. It's a good one. <laughs> um, of course, just quick winners are off the bat. Wrestler of the Year went to uh, Chris Jericho. Um, yeah, that's a fair no, no surprise there. You know, I mean, he was uh, in the running for us. I think. Of Definitely. course, of course, he was in the running, right? Um, yeah. And AEW, New Japan, just being what he is was huge. Uh, Lucha Bros winning the tag team of the year. Yeah, which is a uh, fan, uh, which is great. I mean, I think what they were both of our winners, which was super cool. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, these are these guys are just raking in these champions. I think I saw Will Ospreay was like best performer. Yeah, he had best like wrestler that. and best performer or something, which yeah. is kind of Chris- <laughs> gets his ways. Chris Jericho winning uh, best on interviews, so best you know best promos. Best uh, on the mic, yeah. Could him and Cody. He could have given it to Cody. There. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's what we did. But I think yeah. That's, um, you know, you know, both, both, both killing it. Of course, big news uh, or um, weekly TV show of the year went to AEW. Also big news for All Elite Wrestling. Uh, they didn't take home uh, match of the year. I don't think. Uh, there were a couple other things. I think it was Will Ospreay, Shingo Tagaki took yeah. home, I think, what was their match of the year. But I think they did have uh, – sorry, I'm just scrolling through right here. I feel so bad. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling won promotion of the year. Yeah. And pro uh, – well, sorry, keep going? Yeah, No, one I, one I do remember is he gave The Fiend the best gimmick or the best character, I think. 
Uh, so even through all the shit. There you go. Still. Yeah, Chris Jericho is best box office draw. Uh, oh, and this was also pretty cool. For two years in a row now, uh, Johnny Gargano has been a part of the Feud of the Year. This year, he won Feud of the Year with Adam Cole. And last uh, year, yeah. it was Gargano Ciampa. Yeah, that's fair. Which is uh, which is super cool. Which is super cool. I mean, uh, good stuff. You know, it's great, great for everybody. But yeah, there you have it. And be sure to go back and listen to those shooties because they're fun. Yeah, they are fun. They're still relevant. You know, the hot award show. Ooh, most most, spectacular. O- most overrated for two years in a row goes to King Corbin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yikes, Shorty uh, Shorty G underrated. Jungle Boy Rookie of the Year. Hey, I think I had him as a. Was he a rookie? I know I had him as a star of the future. Oh Keith, yeah, yeah, Keith Lee yeah. was uh, was my rookie of the year. Yeah, no, Dave uh, mostly mostly agree with his picks. So even though we had some Ooh. different ones, it's still good choices. And then finally, best major wrestling show went to Double or Nothing. Huh. Yeah. Seriously? Well, it had uh, my favorite match of the year on it. Yeah. No, of course. And many other great ones. And there you have it. There you have it. That was, uh, yeah, it's sort of great. Everyone's winning. Everyone's winning shit. Great years for, uh, great year for AEW. Got to say. Yeah, good year for wrestling. You know. Great year for wrestling. Can't wait to keep moving on. Just as if we're moving on with the show. Uh, we're getting right into it, though. Of course, we're gonna start off our week. We have a new uh, tweet of the week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. A new, a new undisputed. It is. Champion? It's fairly undisputed, I would say. Uh, new okay. tweet. Of, yeah. <laughs> new tweet of the week champion, of course, uh, coming hot off the heels of last week uh, of the bro, Vince Russo. Um, <laughs> so we're stealing the belt from earlier on in the week. Bray Wyatt tweeted, uh, "Life is a circle. No matter what beast you make of yourself or how bright one side is, inevitably the dark side comes again." But the beauty of the circle is, round we go. Classic cryptic Bray Wyatt stuff. And then a fan uh, at Scarborough Kyle. Um, Scarborough? Who knows? It could be his last name. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, at, at, Sky, at Scarborough Kyle tweeted out, You booked your brand new tag champs to lose clean in a non-title match. Are they trying to completely destroy their characters? Hashtag Smackdown Live. And Bray Wyatt simply responds to him, Yes. <laughs> yes yeah. uh wwe is trying to completely destroy their characters um bray wyatt there you have it you know you are a three-time two of the week champion hopping into that uh that third spot solely now which is fantastic yeah yeah telling it like it is you know telling he's, it like it is he's been through it himself this past uh week or two so <laughs> yeah a mere yes and this was what yeah five days ago, i guess it was something. like a week ago yeah that the uh whenever Saudi he tweeted show. that yeah uh yeah, well, there you, you got this title, Bray, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, no matter what, you're going to be a Tweet of the Week champion. <laughs> At least for this week. We don't really know about the, about the rest of the week. We don't know. Yeah, no. keep busy. Keep on that computer. I mean, I guess you got John Cena. Like, you know, so. Yeah. Thanks, Bray. Anyways, thanks, Bray. There you have it. There's your Tweet of the Week champion. Let's keep moving on with our week because you didn't just come here for Twitters and stuff like that. Um... Monday Night Raw is happening. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. I think there's 
a belt on the line, I think. I think we have yeah, new tag champs. There I might think. be a couple. couple belts on the line, maybe. <laughs> I think, I think. There could be. But uh, yeah. either way, we're live from somewhere town, USA. Brooklyn! Brooklyn. Oh, they Brooklyn. left their beach balls there. I didn't see a single beach ball. Did you? Uh, Remember that? Nope. Remember that? Uh, yeah, I guess they're at the Barclays, I'm assuming. No beach balls. Uh, no beach balls. What the uh, hell? But you had... Uh, Paul Heyman, he's kind of got a beach ball shaped <laughs> figure there. Uh, <laughs> so he's Paul Heyman and his uh, client Brock Lesnar. They come out to start the show. And, you know, Heyman's talking about the main event of Mania and he says it's a sham. Drew McIntyre's just a hyped up fraud and he's a big, stupid bitch that's going to get squashed. So Drew doesn't like that. So he comes out. Him and Brock go face to face. And Brock acts like he's going to leave. And then he comes charging at Drew, but he eats a Claymore. So uh, Drew stands tall. He leaves. Brock takes these days. He's fucked up. He takes a minute to recover. And the crowd starts taunting him with the na 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 na. The classic. Goodbye. Uh, but then they're not done. He gets up to the top of the ramp and Drew runs out, hits another Claymore. And then for the hell of it, he hits a third one just to be certain. So, uh, a third one. Brock's yeah. selling, man. Like it's it is fun to see, and you and I have we've we've been caught up in the Brock Lesnar <laughs> whirlwind before. Oh yeah, when he you know when he's ready to put on a good match, and uh, you get caught up in it. He's a good performer. I, I did see a little video on Instagram of maybe you saw the same thing when they're at the top of the ramp. There, it was a fan had posted. Uh, it was yeah, you know, it's just somebody filming the television footage, right? But you can see where Brock tells. So Drew McIntyre hits him with the claymore, and then he's just standing over top of him, clearly caught up in all of this like insane moment, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not really doing anything else. And then you can see Brock say to Drew, "Pick up the title." Oh, he says, "Pick okay. up the belt." He says, "Pick yeah. up the belt." And if you uh, you watch again, and like, uh, sorry, sorry, Mike, we're destroying the business. I thought, you know what? I <laughs> thought it would uh, the other day off topic. I thought it how f- it would be fun if we had like a, a second show, <laughs> not a second show, but you throw in occasional ones where it's like we're not the Shoot Brothers anymore. It's like we're the Work Brothers. So we're so just everything's two real. people. Everything we see is real. Uh, yeah. I thought, you know, throw in like, you know, and then the theme is kind of like the opposite of what, like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, everything would be the opposite. And the work, yeah. the work no, brothers. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. To do. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> I, it, just wa- watching the this video, just seeing Brock say, pick up the belt. And it was just one of these things you think of when you're kind of trying to take down the dude with the belt, you hold the belt <laughs> when, when he doesn't have it anymore. Andrew wasn't doing it. He was caught up in the moment. And, uh, for Brock just to keep selling like that, he knows what's best, I think. Yeah, he's smart. He knows the business. He's smart. He knows the business. He has been in it for coming up on 20 years now. Yeah, I mean, uh, but, uh, you know, collectively, the amount of time he's around may not be as much. But of course, he knows what's going on. He He knows knows what's going on. He knows what to do. Yeah, he's a good guy. But let's continue here. Uh, The Street Profits come out. They cut a little promo and they've got a tag title match coming up. And if they don't lose, they will not get another shot. That's their last chance. And that matches right now. So Street Profits taking on Rollins and Murph the Smurf, as they call him. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a good match. You know, Street Profits, they're good. We, we haven't seen them used as much as we'd like. But, uh, yeah, the crowd's still into them. Ford, he's the real gem. He's fucking flying all over the place, getting that crazy height. Uh, during all this chaos, uh, AOP, Rollins calls AOP out to attack Ford. But the ref catches him, throws him out. 
And during all this commotion, Kevin Owens sneaks in, hits a stunner on Rollins, and Ford follows up with his huge frog splash and gets the pin to win the title. So that's great for them. They're a fantastic team. Fantastic team. Uh, hopefully we can see them rolling into Mania. Um, God, so much of that card already in my mind just feels like it's written already, right? And uh, the WrestleMania card, to me, doesn't seem like there's a space for Kevin Owens. Well, um, if they can hold off, I imagine he'll just face Rollins there. Or maybe it'll be like Rollins and AOP and Murphy versus Owens and three other guys. Like, know. when in doubt, throw the the mixed tag <laughs> kind of thing yeah. together, which, you know, they can kind of pull off. Which stinks. I feel every year, didn't Kevin Owens not really have much to do last WrestleMania? Or it was him and yeah. Shane, I think. Uh, no. I can't even remember. I can't even remember. Yeah, it seems exactly. like... Uh, That's the point. I d- yeah, uh, besides Jericho Owens, which I remember yeah. thinking was okay. Which, yeah, didn't quite live up to the, what people wanted Didn't quite to, live up to the hype, so. but... Uh, yeah, he's never had that big WrestleMania thing, really. Yeah, I just... He's had some fine matches here and there, but yeah, never a big thing. Which is too bad. Uh, it's too bad. Yeah, and it seems like it'll be that way again. This like, Even if he does fight Rollins, it'll just be kind of mid-card, 10-minute match somewhere. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't feel like he fits even on kind of like a, what on a U.S. title picture. I don't even. I don't. I don't really see that happening. Just the way that's going right now. So it's too bad. It but uh, too- but speaking of too bad, we have more action in the ring. <laughs> well, yeah, it is too bad for this next guy. Um, Riddick Moss is out here defending his twenty four seven title in an official match against Ricochet. So uh, quite the drop. He goes from fighting for the WWE title three days before. To fighting for the 24-7 title. And uh, he can't even win that. Riddick Moss, he hits him with some neck breaker driver thing and gets the win. So, wow. Poor Ricochet, man. Um, This is a... Is this a burial? I don't know. Uh, yeah. It I don't feels know. I don't know. like <laughs> this is how someone gets buried. What did he ever do, though? What did he do to well, anyone? I don't think anything. Like I don't think anything, really. But, you know, if, if Vince <laughs> if Vince is the one who makes the decisions. Why did he... Yeah. Why did he even have him face Brock a couple days ago? I don't know. He made him look like a WWE contender. He had to win matches to get there. Because even... Okay, so... And this, cause this was a lose-lose for Ricochet, honestly. Because either, yeah, <laughs> either you lose the match and you had to fucking job out to a jobber. Or you win the match and now you're the 24-7 champion. Which isn't yeah. your thing. Which is our truths thing. It's just... They're different things. They are... And he didn't even get screwed. He lost clean Clean? It was like it was, it was super clean. Yeah. In like two minutes. Um, this so is crazy. Was... You know? Oh, God. And like if he was, yeah, he if he was down at NXT, he'd be in that. He'd be he could go for any of those titles. Yeah, he could, yeah but, no uh, he could do, he could do anything in any other thing. It's just it was sad. It was weird. It was it was weird to watch. It was sad. it, it, it was, was sad. weird to watch because really depending <laughs> on next time we see Ricochet will really be the. It'll probably be the Andre Battle Royal. Or yeah, well it'll it'll determine at least like what's happening because I mean losing to Brock. Okay. Yeah, then we all expected that. Everybody's lost to Brock, losing to Brock so quickly. Didn't expect that. So yeah. it's kind of like okay, one for one, one and one, and now yeah. losing and to Riddick Moss, Moss, clean. It's like okay, now you're one and two, but or one for two, or, you know whatever. It's like yeah. you're going you're, pros you're, and cons. You're oh one and you're you're oh two and one. We'll give you an overtime loss. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like okay, like really, if what well, the next thing that'll happen will just be. Uh, 
Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Unless I don't know. Maybe they'll, maybe he'll go the Jinder Mahal route out of nowhere. He'll just win the title <laughs> after being a jobber for a while. That'd be a pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be a pleasant uh, surprise. I the op- yeah. Why not? But, oh well. Let's go on here. The phenomenal one, AJ Styles, comes out, cuts a promo on The Undertaker, beating <laughs> him for that prestigious two-way trophy. Uh, yeah, but uh, AJ's got a match against Aleister Black. And before the match starts, AJ grabs the mic and he says, hold on, you're going to get your fight. But you didn't read the contract you signed. If you want AJ Styles, you got to go through Carl Anderson. So we get Black versus Anderson. Uh, Carl lasts a few minutes. Black hits the black mask, gets the win. But then AJ gets on the mic and says, wait a minute now. you got to go through Luke Gallows, too. So, of course, uh, Black versus Gallows. Gallows lasts a bit longer. Uh, but he's too aggressive. He doesn't break his striking on the ref's count, so he gets DQ'd. Then all the OC members jump in, beat up on Black, hit a magic killer, and then the final match begins. Black versus Styles. AJ takes advantage of the beaten up Aleister Black, and he hits a phenomenal forearm, and he pins Black. But he does it like The Undertaker with the hands across the chest. <laughs> but this is Black's first ever pinfall loss on the main roster. Okay. <clears throat> kind of for so nothing. this was my next question. Did, that, did, did Styles Black happen last week, or was it supposed to happen this week? It was supposed to happen this week. I think they promoted it. Last right. Week. Okay. So, they we took they took what could have been an incredible match. Just yeah. let's think about it. To a weird flat segment, and Mike, like you said, first loss uh, on the main, like first pinfall loss on the main roster. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, they are gonna do the rematch on the pay per view. So hopefully that'll at least get a proper match out of it. You know, it's a proper match out of it without shenanigans. See, that's the other thing, right? Anytime AJ Styles is never too far away from the rest of the OC. Yeah. I guess that's their way of justifying pinning Black is that he had to go with he already. It's his third fight in a yeah, row. It's, yeah, that handicap kind of thing where... Yeah. Uh, they know. wanted that visual of AJ doing the Undertaker pin. But... Who yeah. knows? Okay. Why black? Yeah. Why black? Yeah, why black, right? Yeah, it could have yeah. been anybody Could have been Ricochet. Could have been Ricochet. Right? <laughs> why not Ricochet? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. But, let's keep going. But, yeah, let's go on. Some women's action here. I didn't think they'd give this match away for free on Raw either. <laughs> Liv Morgan taking on Ruby Riot with Sarah Lokit in there as special referee. I swear there was probably like a post-Shield Shield uh, matchup that was probably this exact same thing. I picture like Dean is the ref. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was like Roman and Seth against probably, Dean. <laughs> or yeah, sorry, I Dean as ref. Yeah, <laughs> one. I'm, I'm something sure that like did, that. That did happen. Yeah. You know what I did rewatch the other day, Mike. I gotta say, folks at home, if you're sitting there on the network wondering what to do, there's a there's an episode of SmackDown when it's AJ Styles and James Ellsworth with Dean Ambrose as the special guest ref. Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. It ends yeah. with like I think uh, it it ends. Dean's just throwing out dirty deeds to both dudes. Yeah. I think or just to oh, AJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Ellsworth gets the pin. He gets the pin. So it was a non. It wasn't a championship match. It was not a championship match. So they're both knocked out cold, okay. and then yeah, Dean, yeah. you know, drags James Ellsworth on, on top yeah. of AJ Styles. I it's, do remember. I remember. Yeah, that whole feud. That whole feud was they, incredible. It was. I remember they had the WWE title match, and then Ellsworth hits the no chin music, and he gets a big near fall, and everyone goes crazy. It was huge. And what better to sell, like, uh, yeah, AJ was just selling it so hard. Yeah. It was like out of nowhere. It was the the Buster Douglas 
It was so. It but was it so quite. cool. Go back. Go go, go 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 back and watch that match. Yeah. Dean's on his phone. He's like was that eating the, popcorn from the first row. Do you remember the one? I don't remember which match it was. But when Ellsworth, they did the Styles Clash, but he tucked his head the wrong way and he almost killed himself. I do. I yeah. I, you're right. I don't remember what match it was, but I do remember yeah. it looking scary. AJ like stopped himself partway down because he did would have fucking killed him. Yeah, because he realized because he's so good. He's that damn good. Yeah, that he's phenomenal. He, he's that phenomenal. Uh, anyway, so let's get we're 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 sidetracking here. Let's get back to this women's action because yes. it's not Dean Ambrose. Uh, well, it's still phenomenal though. Liv Morgan, she looks great. The phenomenal uh, Liv Morgan versus uh, <laughs> the the shiny Ruby Riot. Um, She's yeah. Ruby's in control early on. She hits some stiff clotheslines to the back of Liv's head. Goes for the cover. Only gets a two. She starts complaining to Sarah Logan. Her refing is bad. She shoves her, and then Liv rolls up Ruby. So Sarah counts fast, really fast three, and then Ruby complains after the match. So Liv kicks her, and then Logan kicks Liv. So Sarah Logan of all people stands tall going into the chamber. And all three of them are going in the chamber. Uh, yeah. yeah, this yeah, this was fine. I think yeah, Ruby Riot looked great. Uh, she like just returned, right? Or at least it, yeah. it feels it was, like you know, it. keep it short. Um, know, build the story. Yeah, hopefully they'll get another chance down the line. You know, they can have a match together. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, they'll, in the have, chamber, a thing. they'll have some it, good it, spots. There'll be some fun spots. Would it be weirder if they put them on the mic to explain what the hell's going on, or is it weirder? Is it weird if they did it, or is it weirder that they're not doing it? Which one's weirder? Uh, I don't know. Didn't they? I think most of them have explained, except for Sarah Logan. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good you know, point. Liv's doing her own thing. Ruby doesn't buy it. She thinks she's just a little follower still, and uh, Sarah's just in the middle, going "ow." Because I guess the next step <laughs> is to give them promos of "we used to be friends, now we're not." That's the yeah. that's the that's kind of like the next step, you know. I don't know. I didn't live through that promo already. She's like, when Ruby came back, I was happy, but not anymore. But yeah, but I guess, but if it's a program, they're gonna have to give them more time on the mic, right? Or are you just gonna have kind of like four, yeah, three matches think, and then uh, move on? Or you know, I don't think they're getting any mania programs, so I don't know what they're. This might be it at the chamber. Who knows? For who now, knows? Who knows? Well, yeah, who we'll knows? move on. But you know, friends who aren't best friends anymore, like there's so much we can just dr- milk out of that. Ah, uh, yeah, but it comes and goes. Like Sasha and Bailey, look at those two. They hate each other. They love each other. <laughs> they hate each other. Love they each hug. other. They hug. They don't need to tell us what's going on. Yeah, but let's move on here. We got some hot angles going on, uh, and one of your favorites, No Way Jose, comes up backstage uh, with his conga line, and he approaches Eric Rowan in his cage, and Jose's like, "Hey man, can we please see what's in that cage?" Rowan's like, "You know what, man? After all these weeks, I've been waiting a guy for a guy to just be respectful." And ask me nicely, so I'm gonna show you. I don't even wanna. I don't even wanna keep going. <laughs> There's nothing to out. build up. Like Mike, your anticipation build up is better than <laughs> is like more anticipating. Like it's a better reaction than well, what you're actually do. gonna I got, say. I gotta work with what I got. I gotta do what I can. Uh, so he says, "I'm gonna show you," and he pulls out a giant tarantula that he bought at Toys R Us. <laughs> This giant, it's moving, it's wiggling. Uh, they all run off. They're scared. They freaked out. So I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell at first if this was meant to be the real creature or if this was Rowan fucking with them with a toy. Oh, what do you think? Is this the real creature? Oh, my God. Okay. This uh, this was particularly tough for me, Mike, because not yeah. only was it my the hottest angle going for me, 
it I'm involved still, still it involved it. my it. least favorite person on the fucking roster. <laughs> like this was like a well, double this was a double whammy. It has to be fake. Or no, 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 no. It has to be him fucking with people. That can't okay. be the payoff. Because it, um, because if I so that, that yeah, that's where I'm split. I think that could be it, but I think they could this could be the thing. It could be that they're just going to treat it like it's a real spider. A giant ass tarantula. See, it's like they if that's it, they somebody it didn't look terrible. somebody fucked up. If that's it, it didn't look terrible. If that's it, somebody it. made a drastic decision <laughs> because they're they're hit the point where they weren't telling us what it was, uh, you know, where they should have a while ago, right? But they kept building, kept building it for I have no way Jose just to say, hey man, what's in the cage? And Rowan to pull up a plush spider like somebody had somebody made a fucking rash decision that makes n- I, I i can't live in a world where uh where that i'm was, riding this one out i'm still where that I'm was the final on. decision you're still riding it out i yeah there has to be something else in that cage or just nothing in the cage yeah, even if this is the spider i want them to go all the way with it have it start oh, managing him in the corner how's that gonna work put it in the corner in the middle of the match it starts sneaking over and pins the guy what is it a, is a little fucking battle bot in there someone, yeah someone could <laughs> what if they got like drone technology it starts flying holy fuck a flying spider could anything be more scary than that uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I did. I've got. I'm, I'm right split in the middle on this one. It didn't. Uh, I can't say I'm fully disappointed. I'm not fully satisfied. It's right in the middle. Yeah, the build up was half. The, the build up was way more than half the fun. I think. I did get. You know, if this is the creature, we did get a creature. I wanted it to at least be a creature. Yeah, that I didn't was. Didn't want your, it that, to be a fake thing. That, like a severed head. Or that anything. was your guess all along that it was going to be like a. You said like a rat. I think, or some, yeah, some, yeah, some sort of rodent. Or, but uh, my was, bet uh, was, spider. my this bet was on that it couldn't be fake. It would had to, be, it had to have been. It will have to be real, whatever it is. Yeah. But I think you were siding more on it could be fake. Uh, yeah. We're not done. That's all. Oh, I you know, pray we've, to this God is, no, we're this not has opened done. up a whole new can of questions. Yeah, you know, it seriously has. It seriously isn't it funny though that uh, I just my mind just kind of went here where Eric Rowan pulling the spider out of the cage. To us, that's so deflating and far-fetched, but Ramblin' Rabbit and Mercy the Buzzard are, like, totally <laughs> totally normal. We're like, yep, those are characters that live in this world, and uh, they're not controlled by it. Like, you know, they have their own spirits, and that's yeah. that. Uh, that seems no, so no. plausible to me, but the Spire, that's for some I'm, reason, just I'm doesn't. Still, yeah, I'm, I'm half in, half out. Yeah, it's weird. Weird, weird, weird. We'll see. How we'll bizarre. See. How bizarre. But let's go on here. Uh, women's action. Shayna Baszler taking on Kyrie Sane. Uh, some history here. These b- women both beat each other for the NXT Women's Title. Uh, oh yes. Ooh. Yeah. A good that. while ago. But uh, you know, Kyrie, she does all right here. She gets some moves in, but she starts getting too confident. Starts taunting Shayna, smacking her ass. So Shayna makes her pay. Works over that leg. Um, yeah. Becky Lynch comes out at some point with some big fly coat and glasses looking like a <laughs> I don't know a 90s rapper a rock star uh, a rock star that's true yeah she's the man she joins the commentary team the fight continues in the ring Shayna locks in the Kirafuda clutch gets the win and uh, yeah there's rumors Asuka may be injured because she was supposed to fight Shayna in this match here and so she might not even be in the chamber Kyrie could just take her spot I guess yeah well, Asuka, Asuka took Kyrie's spot for uh, for a little bit there and kind of ran the uh Ran the horn, but uh, was yeah. this Shayna Baszler's first win? Did she go last week? I can't remember. 
I don't think so. I think this is her first match. This may have yeah. been her first main roster match. Uh, one and oh, baby. Yeah. Let's go. I still, yeah, okay, I guess. Well, I mean, this is what we're getting, right? We're getting Shayna we're Baszler, assuming. Becky Lynch. We, that's what we assume. Yeah. There's always swerves. There's always Mr. swerves. Man, day of the show. Yeah, that's a good point. But, Steph. Oh, well. Steph could roll in there uh, to replace Asuka in the chamber and walk uh, home yeah. with the dub. Next thing you know, we're getting Stephanie McMahon, Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. You Book it. Uh, let's go. Rey Mysterio and Humberto Carrillo taking on Andrade and Angel Garza. This is uh, you and I. This is our U.S. title ladder match at Mania in the making. But uh, this was a tag match here. Yeah. I, th- I, yeah, I, <laughs> I still think this is it. I still think it's going to be this yeah. fatal. No, I'm down with that. Yeah. You know? Because, uh, yeah, we've kind of forgotten Andrade is the U.S. champion. He was gone for a month and he hasn't really done anything. But, uh, yeah. Oh, match right. Was fine. He was. Uh, on the uh, wellness, the wellness policy yeah. for what rhymes with, or what probably rhymes with, fro frame. Kurt Cobain. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, match was fine. Carrillo hits a nice mood salt on Andrade to get the win for him and Ray. Yeah, um, yeah, just, just picture this, but with something at stake would be yeah. awesome. Ladder match, US title, let him have some fun. So let's kind of keep them away for a couple, you know, we got to, I guess, kind of form it for a couple weeks. We have that. Maybe we'll keep them away from each other, and then uh, Mania will be hot. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're closing we need, in. Yeah, we need steps. I think... Uh, There'll be a couple steps. There's all, this guy got to have some steps, baby. He needs some steps. Yeah. Well, who knows? This, uh, this next thing might have a step. We don't know because uh, we don't know what the status is of the rated R superstar, Edge. So his wife... WWE Hall of Famer, NXT commentary, yes. Close. <laughs> Beth <B. laughs> you want to try that one again? <laughs> no. <Paul? laughs> write that one down. Commentator. Uh, Beth Phoenix comes out to provide a medical update on Edge. Uh, but before she can really say anything at all, Randy Orton comes out as well. And uh, he's really not reading the room. He, he goes to hug Beth, who shuts him down. And he goes for a handshake, and she just calls him a son of a bitch. Son so of just, a bitch! <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Uh, she starts, yeah, she speaks directly to Randy, and then Orton grabs his own mic and says, after what he did, Edge will never wrestle again. And he just kind of tells the story as, of him uh, as a younger man going to a show in 1999, and he met some people backstage when he was, wanted to break into the business, and the one man who came up to his father to shake his hand was Edge, who told him how proud it was to meet Cowboy Bob Orton, the legend in this business, and... Uh, talk to randy and he's like hey man good luck kid maybe one day we'll work together and then he goes over their history they wrestled for the ic title rated rko and uh but randy he's his demons he hit a wall and he dug himself in a deep hole and he he should have been dead but edge dug down he reached in he pulled him out he helped him realize there's more to life family you know teach your kids how to live right uh, and he did all that because edge saved him so he returned the favor and he saved his life because at the Royal Rumble, the reception for Edge was so big, and he just knew that that one night wasn't enough, and Edge thought he was back for good, and he knew better. So uh, he didn't want him to end up in a wheelchair, and he wanted Beth to have a husband, and you know he wanted their children to have a father, so thanks to me, that can happen. I did it because I love Edge. I love you. I love your little girls. He was getting real deep here. Yeah, um, odd, odd. It was a weird way, yeah, is, uh, uh, <laughs> weird way to show your love. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, but it works yeah. for him. 
It worked for him. He says, you know what? Deep down, it's not my fault. It's your fault, Beth. You're an enabler. Edge is a junkie for the roar of the crowd, and you did nothing to help him, so I had to step in. So Beth, she starts getting emotional. She finally just slaps Randy in the face. He calls her a bitch. She kicks him, and then he RKO's her. So she's dead. Man on woman violence. You don't see it enough. We <laughs> when you phrase it like that, don't phrase it like that. <laughs> the folks at home know what I mean. Well, you know, it was a, it was a perfectly placed bump from two professionals. Beth was fine. Of the course, RKO of looks course. great. Just like great. just like the props, presumably dozens of other women that have taken RKOs over the course of time. I'm sure yeah. Steph. I've has seen done him do it, it to his own. I'm sure. You know. I've seen him do it to his own children into a swimming pool. So. <laughs> well, I think that's a little <laughs> that's a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, honestly, though, um, Beth Phoenix should have known. What was he wearing? He had the sweater vest. He on. was ready. To, he was ready he was for that surprise RKO. Yeah. Uh, you should have known. Should have known, Beth. Yeah. Uh, so she's dead. The last few <laughs> minutes of Raw are just <laughs> well. She's in very deep, uh, intensive care. Yeah. Uh, so the last few minutes of Raw are just medical staff helping her out. And the commentary in their, their quiet, somber, concerned mode. When everything's very serious, they just get very monotone. Like, I uh, I don't know what to say. But that's how Raw ends. We don't know. We're now we, Those children, their parents might both be crippled. <laughs> yeah. Per- Poor Lyric and Ruby. Those are the names? Uh, yeah, he, cool. he name dropped them. Those are cool names. Randy Orton. They are cool names, huh? Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this this what's happening. This what's happening. Hot but angle, you know what, you know what happens? Is, you, uh, you hit you hit my wife. Yeah. You know, or you RKO my wife. I uh, I spear you. That's kind of the yeah. Uh, that's I spear you. That's the trade off. But that was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's your that's your top non-title match at WrestleMania, I think. So. One of the top non-title matches at WrestleMania, and that was Monday Night Raw, folks. We're gonna uh, let's keep moving though with, with the show. Um, yeah. Usually, uh, you know, we're going to skip trivia this week, but we play this game a little bit. We played this game last week, or no, a few weeks back, uh, and it was a lot of fun. We're a little more prepared this time, so let's move on over to Would You Rather. It's simple, simple rules, right? I mean, we all kind of get it. Mike, I have four would-you-rathers for you. Yeah, I'll give you four as well. Woo! Okay, Mike, I'm going to kick off because you you, you went last time, so uh, I'm stoked. So I'm, st- I'm stoked on some of these. I'm excited, yeah. Uh, so, Mike, okay, so right now um, there are, uh, I can count five part-time slash returning uh, superstars for this year's WrestleMania, right? We have Brock Drew, uh, Taker Styles, John Cena the Fiend, Goldberg Roman, and Edge Randy. I don't think <laughs> I don't think there are any more. Those are the five that I see coming on to Mike. Would you rather the part timers go five and zero at WrestleMania, or the part timers go zero for five at WrestleMania? I would have the part-timers go 0 for 5. 0 for 5, of course. So Drew, AJ Styles, The Fiend, uh, Roman Reigns, and Randy Orton Yeah, all walk uh, home with the wins. Yeah, I mean, the only one that I would probably want to change the most would have Edge. Win, of course, so. yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> but, I knew. You know, the greater good, I think that would definitely be For the be greater the good, side. AJ would, in this world, AJ would give Undertaker his third WrestleMania loss. Third, yeah. 
which would be big. Uh, John Cena would also lose at WrestleMania. Gold, yeah, I mean, a couple of these are, yeah, I think a couple of these are going to happen anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to see a sweep on either side, but... Um yeah, no, I, I would I would have the the the, the full timers. The full timers. The <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the young guns, the bloods. Uh, anyways, the bloods. Yeah. All right, my next one for you. This is more, uh, you know, if you if you ever got to meet these guys, know them personally. Uh oh. If you ever had a chance. Um, so would you rather? Would you rather? Oh my God! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, no, I'll just build the anticipation. Oh, my God. All right. Would you rather get high with Matt Riddle <laughs> or get drunk with Adam Page? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> because it would be the what are we doing after thing. Know. You know what I mean? The world's your oysters. Because I feel like, you know, you're hanging out with Adam Hangman Page. You're going to go to a country bar or a rodeo. And he's so much better looking than I am. I would just fall by the wayside and all the women would be attracted to him. Like, you could definitely go, like, you know, you could definitely go longer. You know, drink all night with Adam Hangman Page. You'd still have a great time. But with Matt Riddle, I feel like we could smoke bowls in Sam's basement and kind of just sit there and build your Minecraft world or yeah, play th- or play pizza. threes, you know, like it would be that like I could I could hang out with them for yeah, same amount, four or five hours. Sure. But all night yeah. you're just getting stoned and watching Tim and Eric. <laughs> uh, that's a dream come true. So I'm going to have to go with uh, getting high with Matt Riddle. Yeah. Yeah. Good choices. Um, yeah, I think I'd probably do that as well. Yes. Yeah. That's the way to go. Uh, okay, Mike, let's talk world titles. All right. So t- talk world title time, babies. Uh, uh, I'm going to include, I, and from, from here on out, I don't know about you, Mike, but folks, I, know, I am in, I, when, if I'm saying world titles, like in professional wrestling, AEW is one of them. Oh, yeah. That, that is, uh, I just want to get that out there. Yeah. The AEW World Championship is it's on the same level as the I think it's on the same level as the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? The rest of the world yeah. titles. I, a, yes, I agree. Great. Uh, okay, Mike. So let's talk about world titles. Would you rather uh, John Moxley loses his title in his first title defense? There's nothing currently set up, you know, but it could be next week for all we know. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Roman beats Goldberg at WrestleMania. Only to lose the next Friday back to Goldberg. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll probably do the Roman Goldberg. We'd rather, yeah, we'd rather get the belt back on. Uh, <laughs> we'd rather get the belt back on well, uh, Goldberg as fast as we just can. Just because I figure it'd probably come back off him again quick too. So. <laughs> okay, 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 so okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to do that. It would have to be some. Although the you know the only thing that I think about if John Moxley did lose the belt, let's say he did lose the belt on the first title defense, it would be because of a crazy I never saw it coming reason, and uh, yeah. maybe that angle could you know be so huge and over for me that in the moment you would be so lost. So I think it, it would be a little bit cl- it would be a little bit closer for me. Uh, but um, but yeah, I think Goldberg also. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Okay, would you rather have Roman Reigns main event every WrestleMania for the next five years? 
Okay, until t- twenty, until like twenty twenty five. Okay. Yes, or have Brock Lesnar main event every WrestleMania for the next five. Years. Oh my God, this one's tough. I feel like they're about <laughs> the same age too. No, Brock's probably like forty. I bet Roman's probably like five years younger. He's probably a bit younger. Uh, yeah, he's definitely younger than Brock. Oh my God. I'm gonna say, oh my, ah, oh, fuck. I'm not gonna like either answer that I say though. <laughs> I, awesome. I would rather, I would rather Roman Reigns do it. Um, I'd rather Roman Reigns main event WrestleMania every year because I feel as though they could weave people in and out of him. And it would feel a bit better where Brock, all of Brock's mania matches are all the big dude against Brock. And then it was kind of like the the Seth Rollins thing against Brock. You know, I feel like more people could work with Roman than people that could work with Brock. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to say I would rather Roman Reigns do that. The Roman Reigns fucking heel turn is going to be huge. Two and it's gonna have <laughs> yeah. to happen at one of those wrestling. It could happen at one of those five. It could yeah, happen so at one of those five. So if you do it halfway through, then it freshens up the next two. It'd be and crazy. Yeah. Hollywood Hollywood Roman Reigns. Oh, that'd be so cool. No, yeah. Whenever Rome whenever Roman Reigns turns heel, he's gonna come back in his OG shield garb. Like the straight up like fucking bulletproof vest. And you like the baggy pants into the boots, like I think the tactical. Oh yeah, pants. well he'll he'll have to change his Trump. fucking look, right? Like you know, and I think that's the way we gotta go for it. What if he cuts his hair? Oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> what if he cuts off his pinky? No, like when you leave the yakuza. Yeah. No, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> he gets all his tattoos uh, covered up or erased or whatever. Yeah, something like that. He has to grind them off with like a. This heat. <laughs> stone. Yeah. Like, Just heat. Uh, whose turn is it? Oh, I think it's my turn, actually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. We got off there. Um, Mike, let's talk Speak about for- a couple different brands. Okay. Because uh, there's a lot of brands all over the world, and uh, they're not Pepsi all. Pepsi Cola. The, uh, there's Pepsi Cola. There's <laughs> Impact. There. Yeah. But um, but they're not all perfect. Everything's kind of lacking in some places. You think some things would be better. So, Mike, my question for you: Would you rather the top five women from the NXT division move over to AEW, or would you rather the top five AEW tag teams? Move over to the main roster, Raw or SmackDown or both, Ooh. depending on uh, you know any way you kind of want to f- configure. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good both ways. Um, but I think I'd have to take the tag teams. You want the tag teams moving over to the main roster? Yeah, just because that talent. I mean that. Ta- I mean the women talent are amazing as well. But uh, wait, you said it's the top five of each, so you'd get ten men total for the tag teams. Yeah, you would get yeah, you would get the tag you would get the whole team. So yeah, yeah, so based you know, so based on numbers as well, I think I do that. Bang for buck. Literally, as I get the young bucks. Because <laughs> you get the young bucks over there. Uh, yeah. Mike, uh, I, uh, but I mean it's yeah. It is it does have a double edged sword because I mean and then they have to book them properly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's always that's one of the trouble. Mike, I'm gonna have to go the other way on you though. I'd rather let's get uh let's get Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. And Candice LeRae and Io Shirai, Tegan Knox. Let's move all of these uh, incredibly talented women over to AEW. I would definitely shake their. Imagine that! Imagine that! Uh, Nyla Rose is going to have someone to uh, you know look out for a lot because she'd have a lot to look out. Exactly, a lot to look out for, right? Uh, And I think that would just beef up AEW so much it would be awesome. 
Excuse me. Well, we'll see if either of those happen. <laughs> we'll see when the interbrand trade happens. We'll yeah. see. All right. This next one is another uh, personal one for you. Oh, Jesus. What would you like to do? Yes. Last time I, I proposed some marriages to you. Uh, you did? This you time, did. Not, not quite as serious, so you don't have to think as hard. Uh, this one's more just uh, going on a date. So would you rather go on a date with Carmela or Liv Morgan? Uh, good question. <laughs> I think um, a lot of this would depend on what the date activity is going to be. I feel like if, um, if the... Uh, your choice. Well, I mean, is it my choice? When you go on a date, it's not my choice. You know, you want to you wanna do something that's going to cater to well, the date because okay, you want no, the date to go well. Yes, but you're, you can choose to cater to her. It's your choice. Well, of course, you know, as I, you know, I mean, <laughs> just dating strategy number one. Uh, but I feel like, you know, this is the queen of Staten Island we're talking about here. She's going to want to go to a nice Italian restaurant, sit down, <laughs> look good, bottle of wine. Uh, where Liv Morgan, I don't know, maybe Liv Morgan, you could just kind of, you know, meet up just for drinks a little bit later. Maybe see where the night, uh, see where the night takes you. Maybe you know of people who play at an open mic down the road and oh they do a midnight comedy set over here it's just across the street you know you can go go, go to a few more places yeah we're gonna have to go with Liv Morgan on that yeah I think I'd go with Liv Morgan as well there you go but uh, two beautiful women that I would love to have the opportunity with either of to date thanks for clarifying that Mike okay Mike I have uh, I have one more would you rather hear for you Yes. Um, Mike, you shot up the shoot meter last week when Cody said AEW, an AEW pay-per-view is going to come to Canada in 2020. Those were the words, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, let's hope that he says was true. But, Mike, my question <laughs> for you is, Mike, would you rather that AEW does not come to Canada, Toronto, in 2020? Or mm -hmm. would you rather that WWE does not come to Toronto in 2020? Uh, well, I'd rather the WWE not come. We've we've seen plenty of those the last few years. Mm -hmm. It's time for some AEW. I can take. Amen yeah. with that, brother. I agree. Uh, even if it's just the one, even if it's just the one opportunity we get uh, to yeah. see AEW. We, we will not be missing it. We will not be missing it. And you know what's great, though? We're probably going to go to Raw or SmackDown whenever it does come oh, to yeah. town. We'll probably no, we're, just, we're not, we'll just make plans to do that. Yeah, so we can yes. actually go to a few shows. We can do both. We can do both. We can have our cake and eat it. <laughs> Two. Yes, exactly. Why buy a cake and just let it sit? It's just going to melt because you bought ice, ice cream, cream cake. cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go to DQ, which exactly. is. I went to DQ uh, and I, I got a cake kind. shaped like Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Uh, that fucking gel icing on the top. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's perfect. A big dog on it. That's all it was. <laughs> all right. The final question of would you rather? Would you rather win a free trip? All expenses paid, everything taken care of. So a free trip to WrestleMania or a free trip to Double or Nothing. So it's kind of like your last question a little bit, but not. Uh, yeah, similar. Oh, yeah. Well, it's also almost kind of like, hey, you can go to. Still picking a show. One show or the other. Yeah. This but, one's. Uh, yeah. Don't don't think about the tickets, the price, of the course, flying, of anything. Not. Just the show. This one's tough. Because yeah. uh, I mean, WrestleMania, WrestleMania is, a is WrestleMania. Exactly right. That's yeah. the bucket list item. 
uh, you know, it's the biggest event. It is the biggest event in North America in fucking wrestling. Like, no, it's, it the, is. it's it the is. Super Bowl. They're, they're, I mean, it does they're uh, setting, draw. They're setting capacity records left, right, and they center. Are, yeah, <laughs> they can hold more people than a Super Bowl can. And also, it comes with the whole, like, you can do access. You know, I mean, all yeah. my expenses are paid. You can, I can, you can do, do the whole fucking week. I can do the whole want. weekend. I can do access. I can do the takeover the night before. Whatever it is. You know what? Like, all of fame. All you can shit. do all the stuff, right? Which is that. But... As as you know the 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 WrestleMania nostalgia factor isn't quite there for me. You know I'm 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 a newbie. Double or nothing <laughs> has really you know and the the elite the Bullet Club those guys have really been a big part of uh, you know what what we do here every week for me right. It's kept yeah. it's captured a lot of my interest and you go to Double or Nothing you're there in fucking Vegas MGM Grand where some of the biggest fights of all time have taken place that yeah. one venue that one place yeah you'll have a very hardcore wrestling crowd and there. not only that they they do their similar access type stuff they do their WrestleCon Starcast, or Starcast well, yeah, yeah Starcast they do all that stuff so you can have just as fun i feel like you can have just as fun of a time uh oh my god this is so hard though but <laughs> i'm really gonna have to say we're going to vegas baby <laughs> we're going to we're vegas, going to vegas. <laughs> swingers uh yeah well if you're taking us to vegas i'll take us to tampa perfect we're going to we'll tampa both. we're going to both we're going to tampa baby <laughs> uh certainly we'll you know and i think as though i think as though it appears right now we'll have to travel to the southern united states to ever go see a wrestlemania uh, At least for we'll see. Uh, for I now, like the way that it's going, uh, the current holding pattern, the current holding pattern, exactly. The Toronto doesn't necessarily have something that could support that, and the Sky Dome, you know, are you, are you opening it up in April so you, you can do fireworks? <laughs> you can do indoor fireworks. Of course, yeah. you can. I, well, you know, it's. I mean, there's probably a lot they think. You know, yeah. there's a lot to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, that's it. Oh. That's all we have for this week's Would You Rather. That was a great. That was a great. Uh, that was a great one. So it was uh, fun. Was yeah. No, fun. I. Uh, I had a couple ready. I had a couple I came up with during this half hour before the show. You know, like some some segments, I just write a couple things on the side for if we ever need them. That's all. Yeah. That's all you got. So you just write a couple things on the side. Next thing you know, we have a funnel game of Would You Rather's. Yeah. Uh, but that was yeah. Let's take a break now because we still uh, we still have a lot to cover in the Wednesday night, of course, Elimination Chamber. The chamber, baby. We're, we're going to the chamber. We're going to the chamber. <laughs> it's coming up, so uh, we're going to take a quick break and stick around. We'll be right back. We're back. It's part two of the show. Part two of the show. Uh, what's going on, Mike? I didn't know where I was going with that. Uh, I don't know. The sequel. The squeakquel. The sequel, the squeakquel to the part one. Yes, we uh, we were in Brooklyn. Now we're traveling over to the Rocky Mountains of Denver, Colorado, which is where Dynamite's taking place. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Too sweet. Ooh, and, dynamite. Uh, AEW. That's right. Uh, new champ, baby. John Moxley. New world champ. John, new world yeah. champ. 
quite frankly, as far as I'm world. concerned. Yeah, we just clarified he is a world champion. <laughs> For all of those who are uh, wondering. Moxley yeah. two belts, as we're calling him, of course. Uh, this is the IWGP United oh, States yeah, I champion. He's, uh, <laughs> I almost forgot he's the uh, the U.S. IWGP uh, but yeah, he's here. John Mox. He comes out to start the show. His eyes all better. Uh, great reception from the crowd, of course. He he cuts a promo talking about winning the title. Everything it represents professional wrestling. And you know, he says that's what the fans want, man. We brought pro wrestling back, and uh, but he knows the inner circle still after him, so he he dares them, and they they do. They come out led by Jericho, and there was a great sing along of Judas from the crowd. Yeah, as there's, keeps getting, they're getting better every week. Getting better every week. <laughs> yeah, um, Jericho cuts a promo. He says he doesn't need a damn belt to be Le Champion, and uh, the Moxley era has begun, and it sucks ass. <laughs> and Jericho says Mox is a cheater and a liar. He spends months training to face a man with one eye, and then he pulls this crap. And uh, you know, inner circle, they're putting the entire roster on notice. We're gonna tear everyone apart, starting with you. And there's a tag match for the main event later. And Jericho says that if Mox is able to walk out of here on his own tonight, he will take a leave of absence from AEW for 30 days. No, wait, 60 days. So, of course, we're all thinking, all right, this is their way of... Uh, and the fans even started chanting, Fozzie sucks, which is hilarious. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're like, oh, you're taking time off for Fozzie? Fozzie sucks. Even though a minute ago they were singing along to Fozzie. Well, yeah, they're going to have one good song. Yeah. Yeah, they do have one <laughs> good song. Good song. Uh, they, yeah. So that was yeah, that was a fun opening promo. Yeah, it was it was yeah, this was exactly what it uh yeah, what it needed to be. And it made us all think. We're like, oh, of course, Jared Exactly. Set it. up our main event. I think John like Moxley's kind of screw you former boss was uh was fine. You know? Yeah. Uh and uh yeah, he got he he got he was showered with the the you deserves it's and yeah, all those yeah, sorts of things of, that he does truly deserve. So he does, go. yeah. He did good stuff. He's had a great year. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to some tag action here. Uh, SCU and Colt Cabana taking on the Dark Order. So four on four here. Uh, Cabana looked great in his, uh, his I guess, his first official AEW match. His debut. The fans love him. That's for sure. Fans loved him. Yeah. yeah uh, he hits his Chicago skyline, followed by his Superman pin to get the win. Kind of a unique pinning thing there. It was fun. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but then after the match, Evil Uno freaks out on the mic, saying the Exalted One is going to be furious. But that's all we get. We did not get a Matt Hardy tonight. Eh, you know, we got time. Yes, that's fine. No, uh, you know, as we, we you and I talked about off the show, there was that tease, the uh, Matt Hardy video with the Young Bucks. Oh, it wasn't a tease. <laughs> the Young <laughs> well, Bucks uh, and Matt Hardy were standing directly across from each other. That was well. Not I mean, a it tease. was a tease because a lot of people tuned in thinking they might see Matt tonight. Oh yeah, and right, 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 right. But uh, yeah. you know, but no, no, it, it's all. But uh, whether he is the exalted one or he's involved in this angle at all, it's only a matter of time before Matt Hardy shows up. It's only a matter before. of time before Matt Hardy shows. up. Isn't it oh. weird that? Like Matt Hardy's showing up on AEW, and we we think that's the coolest thing ever, or it could be the coolest thing ever, right? Yeah. But in theory, like Goldberg on SmackDown should be giving us the same feeling, right? Or uh, Taker on Raw, or like it sh we should be getting us the same like level of yeah, this guy's a legend, and he's here. Some people do. Yeah, it's like, but it was like the same intended effect, right? But it's weird that over here on Wednesday it works great, and we're always so stoked whenever. Of course, I think uh, 
um, later on, uh, like, Jake the Snake Roberts comes out. We're all like, fuck yeah, yeah you have a client. <laughs> okay, let's do this. But we see Taker, we see Goldberg, we see even maybe to a lesser extent, like, a John Cena type. And uh, we're just like, ah, oh, fuck, like, no. You know, I, it's all <laughs> it's weird. It's all about the, the presentation, yeah, I guess. It's really weird, really weird uh, how uh, one show affects us in one way and the yeah. other one just doesn't. Well, then you see a guy like Edge come back and people lose their mind. And then you can lose your mind. Yeah. So maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's just, you know, kind of may, be picking the right people. Yeah. Right place. Right, right place. Spots. Right time. That's a good point. You, you know, know? Hmm. like uh, Undertaker. He doesn't really go away long enough these days for it to be. You know, it's, people still get excited, but it's not like a huge deal. No, it's because that entrance is so goddamn long. There's no pop anymore. It's longer than the match. Most of the, or half the time. Yeah. There's no pop anymore because it's, it, it's not just like big dong. Taker shows yeah. up. It's you big. pop for the dong, and you then pop yeah, for the dong later. for sure. But then you see him <laughs> six and a half minutes later. It finally rises up, and you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm already done cheering." Yeah. Um. But Matt Hardy watch continues. Is the sh- is the shoot meter flying? <laughs> well, I think we I think we're all in agreement. Okay. Well, I just you know we have to we have to no we have, no we it's the exalted meter or the, the exalted, exalted meter. meter. <laughs> That's a whole different one. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the exalted one? At this point, I'm thinking it's not going to be Matt Hardy because it's almost too obvious. It's too obvious that it would be Matt Hardy. But I think he'll still be, uh, he might be involved one way or the other, whether for or against them. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Okay. We'll uh, that's true. Maybe, you know, and I think AEW is super in tune with what's happening on the internet. Uh, yeah, you know, all, all, these hang, all these Adam Page uh, little funny, you know, fucking hold <laughs> yeah, my beer type shit. Up. They know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and the the way they they quickly broke up the Nightmare Collective and they adjusted the Dark Order, they they've done things. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but let's go to some women's action here. Uh, Big Swole taking on Leva Bates, who we don't see too often. Um, I guess she's probably on Dark, I guess. But yeah, I bet uh, that I I usually just kind of skim through Dark. I'll pick like one match to watch. Yeah, I'll usually look at the list of matches and if there's something stands out, I'll. Uh, but anyways, uh, Peter Avalon's here as well. He jumps on the apron, apron to distract. Uh, <laughs> so Big Swole super kicks him off, but then Bates nails her with a book behind the rest back, followed by a backstabber, but she does not get the cover. Uh, so Swole fights back and hits the dirty dancing for the win. So Leva Bates still looking for something. Leva Bates still looking for a win, uh, or maybe she's just that kind of dark gal that might be the role she's in exactly you know i mean there's there's a lot of people you know in nxt and on raw that have to fill certain roles it's part of the business uh i don't know if you know but uh leva bates uh she was on nxt a little or a few years ago she wrestled no fooling what was her name as uh she was never officially signed but her character was blue pants and uh (laughs) she was actually like she was on nxt tv she was on a takeover too and uh she was a fun character so i like her as a wrestler but a way different character. She was just like a goofy, fun baby face. She wore blue pants and she, her hair was blue. Still blue now. But she would come out and do these. Hey, blue pants. She was just a fun character. Yeah. Blue pants. Hey, blue pants. And her, her song was like, it was just so goofy. Weird, yeah. It's like, it's blue pants. It was just so goofy, but it was, was the, that the guy from, crowd, the guy so from SNL it. was announcing it. It's yeah, blue it's pants. Of, yeah. So, yeah, that's some history for Leva Bates huh, there. There you go. But then the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, comes out next. And he's got his, uh, what kind of coat do you call that? It's not a trench coat. It's like a half. Uh, um, I would call it a pea coat. A pea it was just coat. like That's a beige pea coat. Yeah. yeah. I like it. You like it either way. Nice, nice, uh, nice coat. Yeah. 
It suits him. Cody's See, coming I out. Always got I always want to buy a peacoat, but they don't have hoods. And the times that I would wear peacoat, like that I would be wearing a coat, aka when it's cold, yeah. I like having a hood there in the wind option. Uh, that's mm. what's always personally held me back from uh, being a coat man or a peacoat here's, man. Here's my thing. Uh, I love sweaters that have a hood on it, but I never put the hood on. Oh, you just always have it draped back. Yeah, but you know, if I'm if I'm buying a sweater, I like having a zip-up sweater with a hood. So if you something. if you went outside and it was windy and you only had your hoodie, you would you you wouldn't put it up? Uh, I mean, if it was really bad, I guess I would. I think but you just would. For no. casual. Oh yeah, no, you don't just like you're not just like walking around the house <laughs> with your hood up. That's that. No, no, that's no. A red I mean, flag. even outside, I very rarely. That's a red I mean. flag. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Cody's out here. He's looking great, looking sharp. Uh, he's got that neck tattoo. He's got that neck tattoo. It's official. <laughs> uh, I would have loved if he came out in his promo and first addressed that. It would have said, like, first yeah. thing, I have a neck tattoo. Let's move on. Second thing, MJF. <laughs> like, I really yeah. wish he would have uh, <laughs> just immediately gone out, like, you know, addressed yeah. it. I think, but, I think it's going to I think it's gonna grow on us. And oh, yeah. We're, I, and we're I, gonna, I, think I think it looked better. Cool. I think it looked better here, just seeing it partially like peeking out with his. So it, I just wanted to get more ink to fill it in. Not you know. Anyways, uh, he's out here. He does talk about that that loss to MJF, but he wants MJF to come out here, look him in the eye, and say he beat him fair and square. But that's not who we get. Uh, instead, WWE Hall of Famer, legend, Jake the Snake Roberts. Crowd's shocked. They show respect. They're chanting for him. Jake the Snake comes out and he cuts a promo on Cody. He said he's tired of seeing you cry and bitch. I never cried over one match in my career. You got your ass kicked, boy. But that's not why I'm here. He's here because he's got a client. And the dark side will take over like the phoenix rising from the ashes. And he's going to be on the outside of the ring when his client faces you. So now we've got another mystery going on. Another mystery. What? <laughs> First of all, Jake Roberts. Uh, yeah, great promo, though. Great promo. Great promo by and, Jake. oh, my God. Have you noticed that when these guys are cutting promos lately, like, the arena's fucking silent? Like, everybody is waiting to hear what the next, per what the next person yeah. is saying. It was well, like Jake the Snake, he's always had a very... He speaks in a very raspy, like cutting tone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love Eddie. Yeah, anytime he's on a video, uh, Cody Rhodes, I'll kick your ass. But, yeah, uh, but, yeah uh, you know, like the crowd was dead silent during the Moxley thing. Uh, you know, they do the same thing during Cody, and yeah, it was just, it was it was great for everyone to be bought in. This was a great promo. Yeah, it was good, and uh, now yeah, now we got another mystery. He's not the exalted one, right? It can't be the same guy. No, no, no. I think it's <laughs> different people. Uh, but, yeah, two mystery. Uh, Do we have I, a guess? I, who who is signed recently? This one, yeah, this one's harder to guess. <gasps> I don't know. It could be someone we don't. Uh, yeah, we don't expect. Yeah, or if um, I'm trying to think if there's somebody who's like signed but we haven't seen yet, or like we know has, or who's left WWE if lately? They, I don't know. <laughs> if they hadn't used Jeff Cobb that one week, they could have put him in here. Oh yeah, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, what happened? What happened, Jeff Cobb? He yeah. didn't make the shirt. I don't think he's part of the inner circle. No, I think he. That was just no, like they, a one. they had their. They have their. Uh, the inner circle's new shirt that looks like the Appetite for Destruction cover. Yeah. It, there's five. There's only five of them. He didn't. He yeah, didn't make okay. the. Uh, so he's not. Yeah. So there. Uh, oh well, good good promo, good statement. Good promo, great. Oh, and then the, the ending, the ending was awesome too. When he says to Cody, he's like, "I never turn my back on someone I respect or I fear." And then he turns his back on him and throws the mic away. Yeah, 
Just to rub it in. So is that, you know, Cody is or is, is Cody just going to move on from MJF? Is that what that means? I don't know. It depends who this new guy is. Yeah, who is we, uh, this new guy? we got to find out. What if it's a big tarantula? <laughs> it could be. It could just There's be a client. massive tarantula. Mm-hmm. What if every week Rowan's spider gets bigger and then at WrestleMania he just rides out on this mechanical thing? <sighs> no, that, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> no. I don't even know what I would do. What if it just becomes goofy? The crowd gets in on it like Orange Cassidy. Everyone starts loving the spider. They start <sighs> chanting, we want spider. It's possible in this crazy wrestling world. That's a good point. You know, maybe if they have a person in a like person-sized spider <laughs> costume, given destroyers, oh, suddenly man. it's uh, we have technology now to make some pretty good costumes. You know, yeah. Then where you could have a guy walk out in a life-size spider costume and just turn. Yeah, it's fucking just dropping super kicks, or they, you know, and all these sorts of things. <laughs> and the uh, the spider web is the name of yeah. either like the finisher or you know, so, or the, I think this final submission move would be called the yeah, spider web. Uh, yeah, but let's move on here. We got the bastard pack taking on Chuck Taylor. Chucky T. He hits some really cool move called the awful waffle, which is like a pile driver in the corner. I don't know. Okay. Pack kicks out of that. He survives. Uh, Chuck goes for a moonsault. Pack avoids it. Hits there. He locks in the brutalizer. Gets a submission win. And then after the match, Orange Cassidy gets in Pack's face, but the Lucha Bros come down and super kick him. Like, what's their problem? So the three of them, Pac and the Lucha Bros, they beat up on the best friends. Pac grabs the microphone and says, we are Death Triangle. So they're an official group now. Hey, I think I think we called this last week, too. Yeah, we didn't call them the Death Triangle. Well, no, we, we, we didn't call them. <laughs> but we did see the grouping, yeah. So, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, sure, why not? People can be friends. Yeah. Right? And Just this, let you know, people we, be the, friends. And now Lucha Bros, we they they never really say anything in English, so Pac can kind of speak for them. Yeah, he, say some stuff instead of yeah. Yeah, he's he's great on the mic, healing it up. Yeah, uh, like we said a couple weeks ago, maybe it was just last week. Like pa- and then Pac they still loves do that the being end. a piece of sh- or not. He's not a piece of shit. He's just yeah. like a bad guy. <laughs> he loves <laughs> great wrestler, bad guy. Great wrestler, bad guy. Genuinely <laughs> loves be. I hope he loves, loves the game. being a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, but because you can't tell, because he's always just so consistent. He just always looks like a pissed he off, angry. Looks so pissed off. So like, are you really yeah, pissed off, grimace. or is this? Uh, are you so good that you're not pissed yeah. off? I like it though. Yeah. I like it. I like the group. Of course. And at the end, uh, Death Triangle is like, or as they call it, and they're like, La Suela de la Loco. No, de la Muerte. Come on. De la Muerte. Come on. The I, what, 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 I was improvising. <laughs> You, you, okay. didn't, you didn't write that down word for. Okay. Remember, I don't want to say. It. Remember, it was the Escalera de la Muerte. <laughs> remember, that's all you said. Uh, yeah, remember. The tri- the death, the, the, I got the my ladder, ladder match confused because it was a triangle ladder match, wasn't it? A three way? No, it was just that was just Bucks. Oh. Uh, okay. He didn't kidding. need a third team to add to um, that. Uh, that pure that work of art. Okay. Hey, Bucks are so two we- for two on massive uh, tag matches in the last <laughs> year. I just got. We're putting them over. But not, but they're zero uh, and two. But they're zero the and two in terms of winning. <laughs> but yeah. they're they're two and zero in terms of going out on their backs. If you know what I mean. Um, this is a random side thought. Uh, so you know how some people, some racist people out oh, there. Jesus Christ, Mike! <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> Indulge me. No. Uh, so, so maybe not even right. Maybe like innocent children. You know, children innocent. They hear someone speaking a foreign language. They try to imitate it. Okay. And they just they just say gibberish, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's the equivalent of someone like trying to pretend to speak English? Have you ever heard something like that? Like, how would you pretend? 
What do you mean? I don't I don't know what you mean. You don't know what I mean? No, I don't. I want to I, I want to try to give you an example without being racist. <laughs> okay, let's say a little boy oh, no. goes up to a okay. goes up to a Chinese person Mike, and just starts no, saying No, no, no. Okay, okay, stop, 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 stop. I okay, I I, I know what you mean. I know what you so mean. So what would you say to the English person then? Let's say a Chinese boy no, goes up to an English uh, person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd probably say stuff like uh oh my god. See, I'm not sure. I'm just. This is a scientific question here. Uh, there and 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 we're not scientists. <laughs> we're just we're just professional wrestling commentators. Why can't we breach the world? Why can't we break down barriers? <laughs> this is not a barrier that needs to be broken. I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, you know, you know like, it, it, uh, is, it is. A, it is a good question. I would say it would be like. Um, fuck! I don't even know. <laughs> These are the the scientists at work. I don't know. Anyways, um, we've gone off the rails. We've gone off the rails. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think. I just can't think. Like, I think if anything, it would be like a proper name. It's a valid question. Or, you know, like, oh, (laughs) stop, stop. Let's keep. Oh, like wow. Stop. Like wow. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Like wow. OMG, I don't know, like quick little know. things. But uh, you understand, it's a good question. I understand, uh, it's it's a question. I'll give you that, you know. But fresh off a victory uh, <laughs> at the hands of Dustin Rhodes at AEW Revolution, Jake Hager made his Dynamite Television debut, taking on QT Marshall of the Nightmare Family, which I guess is just kind of like the extended universe of uh, Cody's friends. Uh, Stephen Amel yeah. was there uh, on the weekend. I don't think we. The, mentioned the, that the green arrow the, uh, is that his name green arrow uh, i think it's not i've, it's not I've, I've never seen the show i just know i don't, he, I don't I pay it, to, I, don't it. <laughs> I only know him from wrestling from cody exactly yeah and he was uh he had that match at all in against someone yeah. that was surprisingly fun and he had a couple matches in wwe as well he was really he's been in a, yeah him and Cody were paired up there as well. They're buddies. Well, it's probably how they're buddies, you know. But anyways, yeah. anyways, uh, we're getting the Hager Marshall match, and um, it ends yeah. with Jake Hager getting a win. Yeah, oh. his uh, his standing arm triangle choke again. He yeah gets the submission, and then after Santana Ortiz Hager, they all beat up on Dustin and QT, and then Cody comes out to help, but he's nailed with the chair. So Matt Jackson comes out to help. No Nick, he's not there this week. So, uh, yeah, Matt Jackson was there. Then Hangman Page, Hangman Page comes stumbling down with a drink. Uh, he puts his drink on the ring post, <laughs> starts unloading on the heels, ends up with a buckshot onto Hanger. Then he picks up his beer and continues drinking. And then he gives Matt the middle finger and leaves, so they're still not cool. Uh, <laughs> but Page, looking like a badass. Page, yeah, Page is a badass, and everybody loves seeing him, you know? And yeah. uh, Didn't even spill a drop, just put his beer down. Got it back. And he's got it right back. Uh, yeah, this and I feel like this was fine for everyone. Yeah, no, it was good. Why not? Why not? Let's go to the main event. Main event time. Uh, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara taking on Darby Allen and John Moxley. But 
Moxley is attacked during his entrance, and they beat him up into the concourse uh, all over the arena. Oh, my God. So. It felt so bad for Darby Allen. What's Darby Allen been doing for weeks now? He's backstage in the locker room, and then Healy shit's going down, and he's like, fuck, I want to stop all this Healy shit from going down. He's saving everyone. He saved, yeah. like, Jungle Boy. I think he saved Moxley last week, or maybe it was, like, two weeks in a row or something. And uh, John Moxley couldn't just, like, for one second be like, hey, thanks, bud. Let's go down to the ring together. <laughs> or let's en- let's both enter from the top together. Moxley, this one's on you, bud. This one's on you. I gotta, you know. Well, yeah, that's he he likes to come in through the crowd. I mean, has I get it. Risks. I get it, but it has you know. its risks. But then Darby Allen could have like grinded down <laughs> the railing. It would have been it could have done something. Or- but uh no, what we get is two on one, Darby Allen's on his own. Mox is beaten up backstage. So Darby, he puts up a great fight, survives as long as he can. Uh, he goes for a suicide dive at one point, but Jericho catches him midair with that Judas effect. And Sammy covers him for the win. Uh, but then Mox, he does recover. He ends up coming out at the end with a chair. He starts running wild on the inner circle, but they outnumber him. And they give him the shield power bomb off the stage through a table. And then they even do a shield pose at the end, but they all give a middle finger instead of a fist bump. They all give a middle finger. A, a little jab, maybe. A little, a little jab, bit but. of a jab. <laughs> um, but the inner circle, the swerve, you know, we thought Jericho would lose here, go for 60 days, but he gets the win. Moxley's laid out. So he's the inner circle stay strong. Well, yeah. Like they like they said, you know, they're gonna they're gonna stick around. Hands up to Darby Allen, though, uh, who did who who had a great match. I think this was like fucking maybe even two commercial breaks worth. Yeah, he was going strong. Of time, he uh, was going strong. He always has a great opportunity to show off. Uh, Jim Ross does this thing where... So, Le Champion, uh, for all those listeners who don't speak French, is a, a loose way to say the champion. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, but I don't... Jim Ross doesn't get that le, L-E, is a preposition for the. Well, uh, You know, because the <laughs> word is a masculine word, just like la... L.A. is still also a proposition for when a word is feminine. So he calls Jericho the Le Champion. <laughs> he doesn't like or like even just thinking about like Los like it was Spanish. That doesn't yeah. and and he's so, he's so old and cute that you're like, oh, <laughs> Jr. Yeah, like, oh, Jr. Uh, but uh, listen for that next time. The Le Champion. He'll uh, he'll definitely pepper a few of those <laughs> into any Chris Jericho boat. Yeah. Hey, that's fine with me. Yeah. And yeah, good angle, good ending. Uh, hot, yeah, hot, Mox, hot ending. Yeah, Mox Man and the Inner Circle, they're not done. And that's okay. Nor we, should you know, they be. Can... I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We, we got a couple months before Double or Nothing. We also got that Blood and Guts thing in a couple weeks. Uh, we don't know who's going to be in that. I think they announced all the rules are going to be laid out next week. Because I don't know. Okay. We don't know if it's going to be tag or how many teams or one on one or what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, so we'll I could see. It. Yeah, I could see them going really either way with this thing, especially with this new dark triangle it could be, vibe. Yeah, it could be. Uh, so there's five members of the inner circle. You get five versus, you know, Moxley, the Bucks, Omega, Page. I don't know. I don't know if it's too I soon. Know. I think it's too soon for Moxley and Omega to be so close. Okay. Because I well, because th- that match at what was that? Not double or nothing. It was the one all out. Uh, I think. All out. Yeah. Uh, like that one was. It was just two. You know, it was, it was like they. It was like the two two faces worked in that match, because yeah. we just wanted to see it all happen so bad. Was the, it was the rematch 
where they went crazy, wasn't it? No, I think I think the first one. I don't think they, I don't think they had a rematch. Oh wait, so no, the first match wasn't at all out, wasn't it? Wasn't it the no when they had that the 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 lights out match? That was the main event of Full Gear, wasn't it, or something? When they had the barbed wire net and all that shit. Oh yeah, that would have been all out, and then Full Gear would have been the lights out match. I don't quite remember. Yeah, I don't quite remember. But so, uh, but, I don't know. Uh, but I feel, either way, because they were supposed to fight and they didn't fight, and so I got confused. Yeah, I can't remember the whole history of it. But right. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That blood and guts. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. I'm, I am very excited for it because, as uh, Tony Schiavone said, we love blood and guts here at AEW. Uh, <laughs> next up on the next up on the card. Oh no, that was it. That was the action. That was it. That, that was, was AEW yeah. Dynamite. Uh, another great moment when Britt Baker was on commentary. She gave Tony Schiavone a Starbucks cup. Uh, and dude, oh my God, that guy has the coolest job. He just gets to like he like doesn't get doesn't take a bump. But just gets to kind of take it and make money. Uh, let's move over to it's Wednesday night. You know, I mean, Wednesday night keeps rolling on because concurrently at the same time, there is a uh, there's a big old steel cage hanging above our heads um, that we've been promised here on NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So yeah, we're getting a pair. I mean, if you're, if you're gonna a pair, <laughs> if you're gonna use it once, you might as well use it twice. Uh, as well, that's what that's what they it. say. You already brought it, so why not? Yeah. I and, saw uh, you know, I saw this insane footage recently of Seth Rollins. There was a moment in a cage match. When he almost dies, when he almost gets, gets impaled. He's so <laughs> yeah. so. The cage has like around it, kind of like four or five, you know, whoever many on the other sides, pegs that do go into something so it can remain secure. Yeah, it's a ground and, and Seth, anchor it. In this moment, like the cage is coming down and his belt is in there or something is in there. Yeah, he's like he's trying to escape or do something. And he and goes and then he like I think yeah. So then he, as he's crawling up, he's in the exact place of where the spike is coming down into the yeah. hole. And it's like inches away. It's, it's, it's lowering. <laughs> oh my God! Seth Rollins almost got impaled on live television. But then, yeah, he he escapes and someone flips the switch and it starts going up at the last second. And but yeah, that could have been very ugly. Wow. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> so let's not hope we get any of that shit going on here because I think no, we're kicking I, off. We do. We kick off with a steel with cage. Tegan Knox. Tegan yep. Tegan Knox taking on Dakota Kai in a steel cage. Um. Yeah, NXT, one of the only companies where you'll see consistent women's mid-card feud that the crowd's actually into, which is nice. That's, and, that's the uh, slogan. That's the slogan right there. <laughs> Regal, type it up. NXT, uh, the only place where consi- where you'll see consistent <laughs> women's mid-card action. That's a, it's a, it's yeah. a big marquee, but I think they can roll with it. And, uh, of course, that Raquel. Uh, Gonzalez. I forget her. Huh? Gonzalez. Gonzalez, that's it. Raquel Gonzalez was on the outside watching all this, and Dakota Kai's in control. They're both slamming each other into the cage. Uh, Kai hits a chiropractor, which is like a Canadian destroyer backbreaker. Looked pretty cool. cool. Uh, They fight up the cage. They're both climbing. Knox choke slams her off the top rope from the side of the cage, and then Knox climbs up to the top of the cage. She sees Raquel on the other side, so she decides to jump off the top into the ring. Huge crossbody onto the Kai. Uh, those surgically repaired knees, that's a risky bump to take. Oh, yeah. But good bump. Uh, Tegan Knox goes to the door. 
uh, Raquel blocks the door from her escaping. So Kai goes running in. Nox avoids it. Kai nails the cage door into her friend Raquel. Tegan Nox hits the shiniest wizard, but only gets a two count. So then uh, Raquel starts trying to get in the cage. Nox climbs up to the top again. Kai climbs up after her. She kicks her down. So Nox is like scaled all the way up to the top. She's on the outside. Uh, Raquel's trying to drag Kai out of the door. But Nox kicks the door, hits Kai's <laughs> knee. But then Raquel grabs the door and pins Tegan between the cage and the door, allowing Kai to crawl out and win. Limp away. Creative finish. I like that ending there. Yeah, the, the, the back and forth finish there. Yeah, just trapping her between the door and the cage. Um, Mike, like you just said, not only NXT, the place where there's consistent mid-card females action, NXT, the place where uh, you can great non-title matches are happening. And this is yeah. consistent ever since they moved over to USA. Like, yeah, not only was this a great match in the women's mid-card division, but just another one that wasn't for a title and uh, still ended up banging. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. Women's mid-card feud. This has been going on since November, like war games, and they've been, yeah, a good storyline. Just been going. So, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, and, and likely leading to a uh, another showdown at the next TakeOver. Yeah, we'll see, unless they're in that ladder match, because that's what our next match is. Uh, we're having a qualifier match for that NXT number one contender ladder match at Tampa Bay TakeOver. We got uh, Shotzi Blackheart, one of my new favorites, taking on Chelsea Green of Robert Stone Brand. Um, you know, crowds into Shotzi as I am, but Green's she's good too, and uh, she's got Robert Stone with her, so that does something. That's that guy. Managers, uh, like we said, that's the guy. like we said, yeah. they make a difference. They can, they, and, they uh, have been known to make a difference. Chelsea Green hits the I'm prettier to get the win and qualify for the ladder match at Tampa. Take over Tampa. So poor Shotzi. Poor Shotzi, but uh, you're she's new. We'll give her to give her some time. Yeah, give her some time. NXT uh, is is NXT the place where there's hot mid card women's action. You know, maybe this maybe Shotzi <laughs> Black Card's best idea option is to go to the mid card. That's where all the you know popping. what uh, we did it last week. I think it was we just randomly in the middle of the show you put something over, right? I think I did. Yeah, so we're bringing back, putting it over. We're just going to randomly do it. I'm going to put something over from Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I'm going to need, I'm gonna, you got to watch this clip real quick. It's like five seconds long. Just take a click. Watch Shotzi Blackheart. Take a click? What do you mean? I just sent you something on Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. Sorry. I uh Do you get that? I uh I, cl I closed the I closed the little window. Okay. Well, indulge me for a Yeah, second. no, you can explain what it is while we're while uh while I'm watching. Here, yes. here it's loaded. Well, I want to hear your reaction first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shotzi Blackheart, of course, she put out this video of her on uh, on Instagram here. Oh shit! <laughs> yes, 
Yeah. I love professional so wrestling. Folks at home, what just happened? Uh, of course, you just heard along what we were doing. Shotzi Blackheart, <laughs> uh, she goes for like a tope suicida uh, onto a woman who's on th- a stack of three chairs, and the woman just like jumps out of the way, and Shotzi goes face first into all just three. Just the way those. she, her body just boom whips and dies. It was a great bump. Uh, she was wrestling and evolved then, but that um, was yeah. that was entertaining. That was entertaining as hell. Something we haven't seen from her yet in NXT, so that lets you know that there's a hardcore side to Shotzi that I'm looking forward to unleashing, but uh, I'm putting you over, Shotzi. <laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect. Putting you over. Putting her over. That's great. That's great. You're over, kid. All right. You're over. Let's keep going here. Um, the glorious one, Keith Lee, is out next. He cuts a promo. He mentions you know, some of the men after his title, Dijakovic, Damian Priest, but then Cameron Grimes comes out to interrupt. And he cuts a promo saying, forget them. He wants a shot. And Regal's giving him that match next week. And I think Lee clocks him, knocks him out. So we'll get that title match next week. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Okay. Yeah. There we have yeah. it. Now that happened. That happened. There we have it. <laughs> then we get some tag action. Danny Birch and One Lorcan taking on Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, solid match here. Good tag wrestling. Undisputed Era get the win after hitting the high-low. And they cut a promo after the match saying something's missing. They're NXT tag titles. And then the Broserweights come out to interrupt. And Riddle's just like, bro, you want a rematch? That's fine. Whatever. Uh, they're going to give it to them. And then the Grizzled Young Vets come out and attack from behind. So it looks like they want a shot as well. So we'll see. Everybody wants a shot. Yeah. Because at NXT, tag team wrestling is relevant. <laughs> which is good. But then let's go to some of the young blood. We got Isaiah Swerve Scott taking on Austin Theory, who's been featured these last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just good, good back and forth match. Theory gets the win with the ATL. I forget what that stands for. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta <laughs> I yeah, believe. Atlanta. Um, and then we get some back. Uh, Moro Ronaldo has a serious sit down interview with Johnny Gargano. Yes, it was it was quite serious. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, they were sitting down. <laughs> yeah, they weren't uh, this wasn't like backstage. It wasn't a backstage was like a segment. Set. Nobody was awkwardly looking at a television screen. No, they were uh, eye to eye looking at each other. Two, just know, two men was... talking. Morinello's looking great, of course. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, he goes over their history with you know, Champa and uh we all want to know Johnny why. Why Johnny? <laughs> but Johnny just says, you know why. And he gets angry. He starts getting up, gets in Morrow's face, yelling. And Morrow's getting very uncomfortable in all this. He doesn't want to get attacked for no reason. So Morrow walks away from the interview as Johnny was being a dick. Fuck you, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Johnny. Fuck you, Morrow's just doing his job. Just doing his fucking job. Yeah, you, you sound very He used to do Johnny. jobs. Johnny Gargano, he used to job. <laughs> Oh, oh. oh, yeah, we'll see. Take it, take yeah. it. Yeah. Champa, I just, yeah, no, I like, I, I, I like Champa too much. I think even on those Gargano Champa feuds, I've always been a Team Champa guy. Yeah, you know Johnny Gargano, he was getting a little too white meat baby face, <laughs> which is it's fine. Nice well, you know, match. but then you oh, right yeah, before, yeah. yeah, right before he hit that point of it being too much. You know, he's on the other side, but I'm still Team Chomp. But yeah. Team Chomp as a kid, you know, he has a little baby. <laughs> uh, well, Grano's got a nice wife. Yeah, but you know, he has a little baby. <laughs> yeah, what? Anyone can have a baby. This baby can't grow up without a father. 
It's what you do with that baby. Exactly. You don't think Tommaso Ciampa's a great dad and, you know, takes his kid, like, changes the diaper and all that kind of shit? I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say just from watching him wrestle. <laughs> you can't tell every. You can't tell that about him. He said he's a great father. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell Daniel Bryan is. That's yeah. That's one thing tell. you can tell. Even uh, even the Miz seems like a great. Even father. when it was the new. Even when he was the new Daniel Bryan, like you could tell that he was so impassioned because he just wanted to create a better world yeah. for his kids. Yeah, he wasn't even that bad of a guy. He was just very. Um, I think it, no. He was very turn the mirror on yourself. You know, and, and and that's all he was. And he was just trying to create a better world for his little, uh, for his daughter. And I think that's yeah. what's most important. Where the Miz Dirty. doesn't give a fuck about the world of the future. He's like, yeah, my daughter's going to be rich forever. It yeah, doesn't matter. He does care about her. Does, well, of course he cares about her. But he's like, no, she's going to be fucking riding around in Escalades and air conditioning. <laughs> like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. uh, main event. Main event Main event time. time. Hey. We get Roderick Strong taking on Velveteen Dream in our second steel cage match of the night. Um, they, they get at it right away. Both men very aggressive out of the gate. Uh, Roddy's wrestling in his pants. He's not even wearing his, his trunks. We had pants. Yeah, right. I don't know where this laid <laughs> on the, uh, oh my God, on the on the outfit List. I mean, he knew he had a match. He knew so. he had a match, right? Because remember, there was that one time where we think like it was like Bobby Fish got hurt very early on in the match. Yeah. And then by the time they came back to commercial, were... Roddy was there. But you're like, oh shit! Clearly, he was like, dude, get out yeah. there. Uh, yeah, so he was. I don't know. Whatever, you know. Hey, it's uh, not whatever, Mike. It's not whatever. <laughs> no, like you know, whatever. It's not what. It's, <laughs> it's how dare you say whatever? Uh, yeah. Uh, so here we go. They're in the cage. They're throwing each other into it. Uh, Marina Shafir comes out. She slides a kendo stick in for Roddy, but Dream gets a hold of it, starts unloading on him. Uh, but Strong counters this by taking off his shoe. And he starts beating Dream with it at one point. At least I think that was his shoe. Uh, something like that. I think it might have been. Someone's shoe was in there. <laughs> Somehow uh, a shoe made it in there. <laughs> uh, Roddy Strong, he climbs up the cage. Dream grabs him by the back of the pants, exposing his buttocks to the crowd. And then the crowd chanted asshole after. Which made me laugh. <laughs> Great quick thinking by the crowd there. Uh, <laughs> both men, they fight on top of the rope, climbing the cage. Uh, Roddy hits a big Olympic slam off the side of the cage. And then later, Dream hits two Dream Valley drivers in a row. And then he climbs up to the top of the cage and he stands up. But the rest of Undisputed Era come out to the ring. So he jumps back in and he starts fighting them off as they're trying to climb the cage and get in. And Cole, Adam Cole does get inside. So Roddy tries to get out the door. Dream grabs him and he just says, fuck it. And he tosses Roddy out of the cage, losing the match. But he doesn't care because Adam Cole's still alone with him. And he he handcuffs the door shut and he beats on Cole with a stick and a chair. Roddy comes back in. He gets beaten up as well. Dream hits a Death Valley driver onto a chair. He grabs Cole's NXT title and celebrates. So he's coming. He's coming for that thing. And he's coming for it, Mike. Uh, NXT, the place where solid women, uh, solid mid-card women's division matches happen. Pretty much solid every, every card is solid, pretty solid uh, non-title matches happen. Again, this was just that. Yeah, the, the home of great wrestling. Yeah, these guys are having a great match. Uh, you know, over like a feud that started over a title that neither one of them have anymore. <laughs> isn't that kind of? Yeah. Isn't that kind of? I mean, you know, of course, uh, Velveteen Dream's injury kept him out a little bit there. Uh, but you know, I mean, but he seems to be on the path to Adam Cole. And yeah, he is, and yeah, uh, 
Yeah, and we're down with that. You know, that injury sidelined him. He might have been up there right now. You know, and, and in a world of what if where Tommaso Ciampa didn't get hurt, uh, so Gargano eventually won that. Would, you know, yeah. and would he still be champion right now? Would Adam Cole have taken that from him already? Uh, you know, the, the entire landscape could have been entirely different if that Tommaso Ciampa injury what didn't happen the way it did. Uh, yeah. And we've been saying this for years now. Velveteen Dream is the fucking future. Yeah, we love him. And he's, uh, the, it looks, he's the future. He's, he is the future. He's the present. Exactly. And, and yeah. is he like 23? And that always shocks he's us very, like every single yeah. time. We're like, wait, he's a fucking child. Yeah, super young, uh, super talented, and yeah, who knows? Um, is Cole already have an opponent for Tampa? Is he... Um, that's a good question. You know, I haven't. Uh... Yeah, I guess this could be Dream Dream Cole. They got a month to build it up if they want to go that way. Yeah. So I don't know. And you know, I don't with, know the Dream with gonna, with time gonna... on television. Of course, uh, why not? Why not? No, yeah. no matches of, on the uh, on the docket so far. Oh, okay. Chelsea, Chelsea Green is qualified for the ladder match, and she's the only person who is for sure on there. Who's scheduled on the card? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And that was the show. That was the show. That was another week Let's, of NXT. Uh, yeah. Let's look at this uh, elimination chamber real quick. The elimination chamber. The chamber of elimination. Uh, no escape. Is what it's um, called in Germany. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's some. Sort it's the of, word uh, chamber that they really don't like yeah, being it's, used. Uh, <laughs> the translation for a few reasons. Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a um, show I listened to where I think the guy on the show like came up with the No Escape name. I think. Hmm. Those came up. I think that was figured out by Matt McCarthy. I'm not entirely sure, but anyways. Uh, okay, book the card match. Uh, well, book. The match, well, no, book the card, Mike. There we Sorry. go. Book the card, Mike. What's the first match of the night? All right. Uh, we'll kick off with the United States Championship match. Andrade is finally defending it again against Humberto Carrillo. But no matter what happens, we will, we're going to lead this to our multi-man wrestling, WrestleMania match, Lucha match, right? Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, that's where we have to go. It's going to be these four. Because I guess, like... Zelina Vega is kind of like managing two of them, so she's gonna kind of have to awesome. make the call eventually too. Maybe ooh, Zelina Vega on a ladder match or Zelina Vega on a pole match uh, <laughs> that can kind of lead us to what eventually will be uh-huh. a barn right. burner of a lucha ladder or um, an Escalera de la Muerte, if I if they I could. may, if I may. may, and may, you may. may I, you may, you. Aunt May, and I'm Uncle uh, Ben. Let's keep rolling. <laughs> Um, no disqualification match will be happening between Aleister Black and AJ Styles. Great. So there must there, there must be a winner. There must be a winner course, here. The OC will probably be interfering because they're allowed. Yeah, that that that's one part that's a bummer. Uh, because yeah, it would just be great to see these two in a singles match with without a screwy finish and with no shenanigans. But uh, AJ, you know, he's gonna be rolling hot. Unfortunately. Yeah, uh, but at least they'll they'll get a good length, hopefully, compared to the raw match. Or who, who knows? You know, there's no DQs. You know, what's to stop that big dong from big uh, dong from yeah. from giving Alistair Black the win? Who knows? You know, Black could. Dong Man. They're uh, you know both creatures of the night, as it were. Uh, yeah. That'd be fun too. Yeah, we'll see. Book Either it. way, the wrestling 
Wrestling. Fuck it. Uh, then we got the newly crowned Raw Tag Team Champions, Street Profits, giving uh, title defense, giving a rematch to Rollins and Murph the Smurf. So it'll probably be the same shit. Yeah, hopefully Street Profits walk away with it uh, just because they are the future of the division. Yeah, let them go. Let the crowd have some fun. Chant about smoking and shit. <laughs> smoking uh, and shit. Then on the other tag team division, we get the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship inside the Elimination Chamber. The Miz and John Morrison defending against the New Day, the Usos, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and Ziggler and Rude. Uh, yeah, this one, uh, I could really go anyway, except for the Lucha House Party. Uh, yeah, this um, yeah, this will be great. You know, it's, it is the first of the Elimination Chamber matches. It'll be great to see uh, the Usos are going to jump off the pods. Uh, yeah. John got, Morrison's uh, going to do some parkour off the pods. Yeah, we got Otis and Ziggler of course, interacting. That's going to be fun. You know, I mean, I yeah. think everybody has a place It'll be here. Fun. Uh, yeah. Do we? It won't be. Of, it won't be the best chamber match of all time, but it should be plenty. Yeah, of fun. as long as it doesn't get too busy, because that's like what eight? How many teams is it? Uh, six if teams. Six teams is twelve, 12 people, right? You know, hopefully it doesn't get too busy in that kind of thing. Uh, New Day Usos, they're badass together. Yeah, I don't know. They can carry. Yeah, the I don't match. know if uh, this this may just stay on the on Mismo. Oh no! It may, it may indeed. I'm not sure. But let's go to another title match. We have a three-on-one handicap match as Braun Strowman will be defending that Intercontinental Title against the team of Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn, who gets to wrestle once every five months. <laughs> so, um, but I've I, I I was just curious, and I was just trying to find matches like handicap matches where the team like the team with the most people won. And it happens so infrequently that it like just rarely happens, and it yeah. certainly doesn't happen for a title. If you play WWE 2K, if you play the video games, and you can make, it will let you make a championship match, a handicap match. But if you lose, the belt just goes on whoever got the pin. Yeah, I, that's what I assume would happen. In you know, it was just I, I, I was curious because not that I see a world where Braun Strowman's losing right here, yeah. uh, but you know. I don't like handicap matches, especially when it's big dude against three not big dudes. Yeah, most of the time the handicap match, it's you know, it's all played out. We all of know. Of course. The story. Cause like, you know, they'll book Braun in the rumble and he like eliminates twelve people, right? So I'm not surprised when he can get through Shinsuke Cesaro and Sami Zayn, who are all three great dudes. But like I'm not surprised because I'm like, yeah, because I've seen you eliminate how many people in that fucking fifty man rumble. Like I've seen that already. This yeah. is hard, you know, it's, uh, you know, Braun's just going to keep it. Yeah, he will. He will. Uh, let's go on. We don't know what the main event will be, but this is what I'm booking as the main event. The Women's Elimination Chamber match to determine who will face Becky for that women's title at WrestleMania. This is going to be fun. You know, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure is going to be on Natalia in this match. She is the, she, she's, she's yes. the vet. The wily vet, the workhorse. She's of the, match. the vet, as it were. Of course, Austin, Oscar, and Shayna Baszler ever say hi in NXT? Yeah, they'll be in there. They're both. They can hold their you own. No, and, and uh, ho hopefully, uh, you know, at least between Liv and Ruby or Sarah, and they're like, there is I, this could be this could yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah, and you know, last year's women's chamber match, I had a lot of fun with that. The tag woman, the tag title. Yeah, this uh, is Oscar's second. Uh, her second rumble, I guess. Or her second, sorry, her second chamber. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, most of us assume Shayna Baszler's going to win, but there's always a chance of a wild swerve. 
There's always a chance you know. of a wild swerve, you know, Ronda Liv Rousey. Morgan? <laughs> Liv Morgan? Uh, what if Ronda Rousey just breaks open the, the chamber? Exactly. And then, people? you know. That, that, yeah, like the Terminator. Oh God, there's your fucking mania main event. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, yeah, Shayna, Shayna or the Swerve. Yeah, Shayna or the Swerve. Is that how uh, you would bet on wrestling? Like, you know how, like, you know, if you're betting, uh, if you're just doing like a pick 'em on thing, the field, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you're betting for sports, you you're betting I mean, for the over, betting for the under. So it's yeah. like I'm betting, you know, you're betting Shayler to win, but not cover the Swerve. <laughs> <laughs> not cover or if she doesn't cover the elimination yeah she's spread. favored by two and a half eliminations and you're like ah <laughs> <laughs> I mean there are sites that do take bets on wrestling oh really so. oh yeah funny. oh yeah I've never indulged see but, I um, think yeah. I think you could play like a you have ever been to a Super Bowl party where they're playing squares I mean it's like you know like our yeah. dads probably do it that's an, yeah. like an older per, oh, like in a 60 year old yeah, thing yeah. or whatever uh, you, I'm yeah, sure we could do that, like, but with mania. <laughs> oh yeah, you <laughs> could, could, could come up with a bunch of figure it out. Yeah, it's like a, you put 25 cents on a thing, or not even put any money, and then like you win something at the end. Or uh, yeah, oh no, there are yeah, there's plenty of ways you can make plenty of ways you can do it. But that's the uh, that's the chamber preview. Damn, I hope it's uh, I hope it'll be a fun time. Yeah, you know, keep it at the six match card. It is both chambers can have some time. We <laughs> and then fun. Uh, we put who do we put on the pre- we got to put someone on the pre show. Well, they can always add a match. Oh, oh I do. hope I sure as hell they hope usually they do. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Who's who's the fucking? No, um, no. You know what they'll put on the pre-show? They'll put uh, they'll put SmackDown. They'll put a SmackDown women's thing on the pre-show. They'll have to. That show uh, is tonight. Uh, and I'm just looking uh, at this card right now. There's no SmackDown. It doesn't feel like there's a SmackDown. Yeah, Bailey's not doing anything. Naomi. I mean, the whole fucking chamber is the Raw. Yeah, I don't know. I guess SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown is tonight, so they do have a chance to add a match or so. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And you Ooh. will see. And there you have it, folks. That was uh, that was the week. That was the wrestling week. That is, of course, it's going to move on. We'll have more shows ready for you because uh, we still have SmackDown and, of course, the aforementioned Elimination Chamber pay per view. So you're going to come back for that. Okay. It would be great. Uh, before we wrap up the show, however, um, we always wrap up the show this way. It is with our wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Um, Mike, I'm going to kick off the rest of the week here for you. Uh, I'm giving it back to someone who I've given this to before this year, I think, even. Uh, no, I haven't, but that's okay. I've given it before. Darby Allen, you are my wrestler of the week. You, that was like, he spent, he spent so much time in there with Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Uh, they put on great matches. This, uh, Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara are actually turning out to be a pretty good there. Yeah. The hot young, they're turning out to be guys. a pretty good little thing. That's going to be a, that's going to be a world title match sometime in the future. And, uh, yeah. you know, just another, just another great show out. There you go. Yeah, no, he had a great, great performance. Great week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, same with Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, their cage match. I was close to giving them, a nod, but uh, I will agree with you and give it to Darby. No Allen. way! Hey, there we go, yeah. Mike. We've been the on streak. a streak. 
Yeah, we're back. We we had that one. We broke the streak last. Yeah, week. we've been on a tear lately, though. But uh, yeah, we're three out of four. I don't know. We're we're doing all right. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, Darby. Yeah, he's he's a. Uh, uh, an upstart. Yeah, like I'm just really, I just really, it's as soon as he comes down when Healy shit's going on in the ring, man. That's what, that's the way to play it. He, he, he <laughs> yeah. wants, he's like Batman. He wants the Healy shit to stop. Yeah. Uh, I also you know. saw a video of him on Instagram. Uh, he's at Travis Pastrana's house. And uh, the, um, uh, the motorcycle, uh, the motorcyclist. And I guess yes. he just, he coffin drops into. Like one of those, like uh, like a safety pit, pit. yeah, like a foam pit thing that is 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 safe. I mean, I'm sure there's like, of course, there's like a level of impact. I I have no clue what it feels like, but I guess it's safe enough. And he falls for like four seconds. So however long, however (laughs) high up that is to flat out fall for forty seconds, and he coffin drops. I hope I saved it. I think I saved it, and I meant to send it to you. Uh, It's one hell of a video. Wow, I'll have to check that out. We all check that out. Be sure to check out the show on YouTube. Remember, it's there. You can like it there. You can rate, review, like, and subscribe. Apple Podcasts. Does Spotify have a way of uh, like liking or commenting uh, or uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh no, I, I don't uh, know. But if you do have a Spotify account, just I'll constantly have the podcast yeah, do on like repeat at all times, <laughs> yeah. and then... Uh, Playlist. When you go to sleep, you need something for the background, some noise. Or, and then just mute it, and then just have it keep running, yeah. because I don't think the stats know how loud you're listening to it at. Well, even if you put on, like, one or two, you know, like, some white noise helps you sleep. <laughs> that could all be. And you know where to find us. Uh, we'll be back when we have more wrestling shit to talk about, Mike, but uh, you take care for now. Yes, the world keeps turning. Choo.